0: Elvis had the Jordaniers. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow
3: right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Eilts. I'm Leo Eilts. And we are the, the Derriers. We're searching through the ditches by giving you more of that Americana music that we love so much that's right, uh, searching every nook and cranny we can find uh, boy, find wait, and music. we have
0: found some nooks and we have found some crannies yes, we have, and uh, we always like to start the show by um, giving a, a, our definition of Americana music. Uh, there certainly are plenty of them out there, but uh, we define it as music with distinctive American roots exactly, and so uh, you know, having said that, that could be rhythm and blues It could be gospel, it could be rock and roll, it could be jazz it could be.
3: Classical. It could be country. It could be opera. It could be opera. (laughs) Yes, it could. (laughs) Now that you mention it, it's all over the place. If it it was made in America, uh, that's where it belongs, it's right here on this show. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up every week with a fistful of tunes that we have not disclosed to the other one. That's part of the fun. And uh, then we take turns starting out the show and. I believe you started last week I did, and I uh, believe it, that makes it your turn. Uh, it certainly is my turn. And um, I'm going to do a uh, feature, a tune, by a group called the Manhattan Rhythm Kings. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah, you know, I, I first stumbled onto them, I don't know, maybe back in the 80s, and I think I had an LP. Yeah, you did. And, um, and they just, they sing great three-part harmony play uh, jazz guitar, bass, and one of the guys holds a cymbal and beats it. Yeah. And they tap dance. They
3: tap dance. Well, who doesn't? Well, I I always wanted to be able to do that. You You took a
0: class once. Oh, we did. We took tap dance. I remember that. I'd forgotten it. Yeah, it it was fun. But, um, but anyway, uh, it's just so cool, and it's so different. Uh, these guys, they they got started busking on the streets of New York City. Right. Now we should
3: explain what busking is. Um, I oh, it's, it. Came up recently. It did, did it come not? up recently. Yeah. Yes. Busking so, is essentially is defined as uh, an entertainer performing in a public place for tips, basically. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so they they became
0: very popular, and from there they just they they. Played in some of the big apple's uh, top places, Mm -hmm. and uh, all kinds. They've uh, rubbed shoulders with uh, just about everybody. And uh, anyway, it's hard to pick. They don't really. uh, It's kind of hard to find them out there. But uh, but uh, one of my favorite tunes anyway was one that I did find, and it is "Who Put the Rhythm in the Rhythm Kings?"
2: Perfect. put the rhythm in the rhythm king? Every Sunday afternoon, hear them play that red hot tune. put the rhythm in the rhythm king? Everybody wants to know how to do that sweet and hot. They ain't got no time to drink, but listen to a theme. Sing when that rhythm starts to ring, ba ba da ba do da ba da ba do da. put the rhythm in the rhythm king. What da da doo wah, rigidi dooby dooby, ba da doo wah ba ba da do wah, Ba ba wa da da, ba da wa ba wa da 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 da. Listen, people, while we sing, just put the rhythm in the rhythm king. Da 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 Ba ba da ba do ba, ba da 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 ba Won't you tell me? Put the rhythm, put the rhythm in the rhythm king Oh, oh yeah! slap that bass and make it swing Come on people gotta shake that thing Ba ba da ba da da ba, da, ba da Put the rhythm in the rhythm king Every Sunday afternoon Hear them play that red hot tune Ba ba da ba da da ba da ba the rhythm in the rhythm king Baba do what, baba do what? Baba do what, baba do what? Baba do what? Baba do what? ba 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 do wa How they dance, how they sing. When that rhythm starts to rhythm, Baba Bada do dot,
3: but I do Put the rhythm, put the rhythm in the rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. Rhythm, rhythm king. Yeah. <laughs> That's boom. <laughs> Yeah, those guys are hot. They are hot, man. Yeah. I haven't listened to them for a while, but you kind of tickled my memory on that. Yep, yep. I love their stuff. Give them another listen here. That's That'd be good road music right there. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Better watch your speed, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, Leo, where are you at this week? Oh, I have, I've, you know, it's been kind of a crazy week. I, I found myself going so many different directions listening to music. And I figured, well, maybe one would lead me down the path, and instead, they led me down like six different paths. Right. So it's going to be kind of a crazy day for me. But anyway, um, I'm going to uh, feature a song uh, by a guy. Uh, his name his his full name was David Anthony Rice. All right. We're talking Tony. Tony Rice. Tony Rice. Yeah. You know, we, we lost Tony recently, and and he was uh, such an incredible guitarist. I think that's mostly what he was known for. But to be honest with you, the one of the first things that drew me to his music was his voice. Mm-hmm. He had that uh, really cool baritone uh, voice, really precise and kind of unusual in bluegrass music, right? Which is kind of what uh, the music of choice that he played. And he had he grew up. Um, he was born in, in Virginia, Danville, Virginia, in 1951. But he grew up in L.A. and his father, Herb, introduced him and the rest of the boys. To the bluegrass music, I and mean, they just never turned their back on it. But he played with people like Rye Ry, uh, Ry Herb Peterson, Chris Hillman. Mm-hmm. You know, we know who Chris is. Sure. And he played also alongside people like J D. Crowe in the New South, uh, David Grisman yeah. during his uh, you know his Dog Days music stuff, and and uh, Jerry Garcia. I mean, this guy was out there constantly. Norman Blake, uh, and he played with the bluegrass album band. Now, the song I'm going to play is kind of a historical song, uh, and it's about uh, Abraham Lincoln, but it's actually about the assassination. assassination. That's easy, easy for you to say. That's easy for you to say. And it's, it's about the guy that's accused of, uh, of, of assassinating the president, John Wilkes Booth. Wow. And it's kind of a historical perspective on this guy and what his life was like. So... Interesting. There you go. The name of the song is John Wilkes Booth. <laughs>
1: With a southern man, son of an actor in Maryland, bound for fortune on a gaslit stage, found to die in a tender age. From Washington to Baltimore, he played the bills and he slept with hope. And he burned inside with a hatred deep for the man who calls the South the weak. Young Abe Lincoln wasn't young no more a Tired old man when he won the war And he dreamed at night of his death by the hand Of a bitter world and a faceless man And he saw his body in a ghastly dream Draped in black while his widow screamed Two silver dollars on his lil' lay. Abraham Lincoln has died today Said there were five and they said there were ten Some said there was never more than just one man Who would smile to see Mr. Lincoln dead With a fickle song, then the booth declared the day had come. And the word was passed, and the guns were brought down to Mary 40 pounds, sealed in a note, booth named just four. But with a gallows swing with many more, and they said there were five, and they said there were ten. Some said there was never more than just one man. I will see Mr. Lincoln dead in the name of God and Dixie. In the name of God and Dixie, land. John Wilkes Booth went to his grave a bullet in his neck and a broken leg a patriot in his fantasy a redemption, grace and bravery and those who were hanging those who spent their lives behind a jail spent only Booth could have proved them free of the taint of the conspiracy for they said there were five and they said there were ten some said there was never more than just one man Smile, to see, Mr. Lincoln, dead. in the name of God and Dixie, in the name of God and Dixie, in the name of God and Dixie, in the name of God and Dixie,
3: what a master, yeah. I mean the the chops and the voice to go with it.
0: And boy, what a interesting syncopation in that tune. That'd be a that wouldn't be a jam tune, I don't think.
3: Not really. And you yeah. heard the players that, yeah. in there. I mean, sure. I could name them all off, but uh, yeah. enough to say let's keep it on Tony. And uh, boy, he gathered yeah. great people around him all the time. You bet. Okay, I think it's uh, your turn. It is, and uh, I want to feature a
0: tune by Bob Brosman. Um, he, you know, I, I'm. First got into him as um, that he did a lot of Hawaiian music, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, but um, the deeper I, I dug into it, he, he, he collaborated a lot, did a ton of swing stuff, gypsy jazz, calypso, blues, ragtime, and uh, Caribbean music. So um, he featured music. Kind of his his pocket was really tunes from the twenties and thirties. That's kind of where he really liked. I remember. On. Yeah, um, he played. National Resonator Instruments from that
3: era. He had a huge collection of them, didn't he? Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. And
0: uh, one that he had was a baritone version of the tricone guitar, which was designed for him in conjunction uh, with him in the mid to late 1990s. Okay. So uh, National built that for him. Yeah. Uh, he also was a member of R. Crumb and his Cheap Suit Serenators, <laughs> which we're going to feature at some point, him. Yeah. yeah, from 78 until his uh, death in uh, 2013. I think he only did the one album, didn't he? No, no, no. He's cheap got, Suits in there? Oh, oh, no, I think there were two. There were two. Yeah. Okay. All right. But um, anyway, uh, I, I had a song picked out that I liked a lot, uh, but then I stumbled upon a YouTube ver- YouTube video of him and he's sitting in a uh kind of a garden type of thing sitting all by himself playing this resonator uh, steel guitar uh and it's just phenomenal wow and, and so uh, i want to listen to this one uh bob Rosman playing come on in my kitchen <laughs>
2: oh, lordy, 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 i
4: said you better come Kitchen. Everyone throws her down, looking for a good friend. None can be found. She better come in my kitchen because Mama can't you hear that wind howl.
3: I can hear the birds
0: chirping. In yeah. The yeah. He's just all over it, man. I mean, just uh, wow. like some
3: cool stuff. That is so very cool. Glad that I found that. I'm glad you did, too. I had never heard that one before. Yeah. Well, Leo, what's up? Well, I've, you know how it is. You get out there, and you start looking around, and all of a sudden you find stuff. Yep. And I, I ran across this piece uh, out there. Uh, it's hard to explain it. It was a, a show, a variety show. And uh, Chet Atkins was uh, actually hosting it. Okay. All right. And they put together this. You know how I am about all-star bands. You bet. You know. Well, he's got. Here's who he's got on on the stage, playing this. If they do one song, they played this one song and never played together again as a group ever. Wow. Right. And uh, as far as I know, it was never put on a record or anything. Anyway, get a little of this. Uh, it, it's a salute to Ralph Emery. Okay. Okay. Huge promoter. Okay, so you got Glenn Campbell on the guitar, you got Jerry Reed on the guitar, you got Steve Warner playing guitar, Roy Clark is playing the mandolin, and he seriously all he's doing is chopping. Wow! He doesn't play any solos on there. Ray Stevens playing the piano, Ricky Skaggs Skaggs on the fiddle, Lee Greenwood is playing the saxophone, (laughs) he tears it up, and and Steve Gatlin is playing the bass. But here's my favorite part: we got we've got the Mandrell sisters on this one, Uh, and Barbara is playing steel. And her sister, Erlene is playing the drums. Come on. Now, what, I think what I want to do is post this link on our on our YouTube, our Let, Facebook page. On our, well, yeah. So people could go look at this crazy video. Sure. But you look at a happy bunch of people and Erlene playing the drums. Oh, my God. She looks like she's having the best time in the whole world. Wow. So it doesn't... They just call it the World's Most Famous Unknown Band. <laughs> and I'm going to play it along with Chad Atkins' intro to it. So I think this was recorded in 1990. Wow. So here you go. Give it a listen.
5: Good evening. I'm Chad Atkins.
4: you. know,
3: Ralph Embry and I have heard just about everything and everyone that's made a noise in Music City over the years. I guarantee nobody's ever seen this act before. Probably because it would be too expensive to get them all to sign a contract, don't you know? But then Ralph always was good at getting us to do different and new things. Here for the first and last appearance, the world's most famous unknown band, here we are. That's some great stuff. How there. would you like to have been there for that? Oh, man. And we were talking, you asked me what the name of the song was, and I go, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a blues run. It's a you blues know? jam. Yeah, it's yeah. a blues jam, but yeah. boy, they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, fun stuff. It's a great piece of video to look at. We'll put the link on the website so people could check it out for themselves. You bet. Hey, I think we're about out of time. I think we are. Um, we ought to go out and
0: uh, check the, the campsite. A it's that bit. time. Yeah. Tomorrow's the day we break camp. That's right. So, so get, get on our way. Yeah. It's, it's good to leave on our own volition for yeah, That's things. right, before we're thrown out. <laughs> yeah, right.
3: yeah, I get that.
0: Well, <laughs> we'll be back pretty soon. Uh, this is the Americana Roadshow on Truckers Radio USA, and we are the, the Dariers. Well, here we are. We're here in the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Austin, Texas.
3: Austin is a cool town. Yeah. It's yeah. been a great stay. It really has been. Yeah. We've had some good times. And people have treated us pretty good here, too. Unlike uh, most of the places we go. That's true. They recognize us as kindred spirits. <laughs> you know, You know. have you seen the t-shirts that say, Austin, keep it weird? Oh, yeah. I bought six of them. <laughs> oh, good. I'm going to pass them around to friends when I get oh, home. Oh, I thought you had a whole new wardrobe. <laughs> Yeah, one for each day of the week, except for Sunday. Of course. Of course. Um, Uh, Where do we
0: leave off? Uh, I think it's my turn. It's your turn, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take you back to um, uh, probably the late 60s, and uh, I'm sitting in my room um, on the farm, and I have a uh, cassette player with a built-in radio. Okay. And I'm listening to Dr. Demento. <laughs> what were you thinking? Night. Yeah. Well, and it had a cassette recorder, so, and it would come on late, so I would record it, and then I'd listen to it through the week and all that. Okay. And he played this tune by the De Zurich Sisters. De Zurich? De Zurich okay. Sisters. All right. And, uh, and I managed to find it. Uh, This is yodeling. This is trick yodeling. (laughs) All right. You know, I love yodeling. Okay. Done well. Don't we all? So um, Mary Jane and Carolyn Dessert, they were born in 1917 and 19 on a dairy farm in Royalton, Minnesota. And uh, uh, Carolyn played the guitar, which was their only accompaniment. Wow. And um, they made themselves popular on the WLS Chicago National Barn Dance. Uh Uh-huh. Right. With their clever yodeling ability that included various types of specialty yodel, not usually associated with most performers, they also possessed an ability pr- to produce, in perfect harmony, bird-like sounds of whistles and trills, as well as their normal <laughs> normal vocals. Wow. And uh, they, they called them the Cackle Sisters. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and eventually they got a contract with the Ralston Purina Company, because they reckoned that the chicken imitation should sell their farm foods <laughs> products. <laughs> so. But anyway, uh, man, it—it's it, oh, perfect. It, it uh, scarred me for life or imp- impressed me for life. I have to say, I've never heard this. Oh, so. you're gonna—you're gonna love it. Okay. So these are the De Zurich sisters. With I left her standing there with a doodad in her hair. <laughs> you ask me why I'm grieving. I'll
6: tell you why I'm grieving. I'm grieving for the gal that done me wrong. So gather round and listen. And let's see a lesson, you shouldn't never leave your gal too long. Father left her standing there with a doodad in her hair, but I guess she didn't care so much for me. Father heard that she was wet and I wish that I was dead, but the chances are I'll live till 93. Oh, But the heart in this hillbilly is busted right in half Cause I left her standing there with a doodad in her hair But I guess she didn't care so much for me <laughs> The folks all tried to show me just why the cow would throw me If I should go and leave her by herself but I just said you're crazy. This gal of mine's a daisy. But now she's gone and put me on the shelf. Oh da do do de let's just stand there with the do-daddy for share. I thought when I to collect she came and ride. But when I got out of sight, Oh, she didn't live <laughs> till someone else was a- sitting by her side. <laughs> when she said goodbye, she whispered, you know how I love you best. And I'll bet you bucks she whispered the same to all the rest. I left her standing there with a daddy in her hair. But I guess she didn't care so much for me. Man.
3: What precision. That is precision. Isn't that something? That's genetic harmony, you know. It sure You is. and I get away with that a lot, you know. Yeah, we're not that good. We're uh, not that good. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. Yeah. So what are you going to follow that up with, Leah? Well, you, you're calling my hand on this one. Uh, kind of. <laughs> I had a song here that I had stuck in my back pocket, and I wasn't necessarily going to do it today. You're going to draw from the bottom of the deck now? No, I am going to draw from the bottom of the deck because, all right. first of all, now we're talking about this kind of novelty act, right, the, and the siblings and everything. Well, I'm going to talk about um, a guy named Tom who was born in February of 1937 and his brother Dick. Who was born two years later in 1939? <laughs> I know where this is going. You know who I'm talking about. I bet it's the Smothers it's Brothers. It's the Smothers Brothers. Cool. And we grew up. I mean, we cut our teeth on on their material back in the '60s. You bet. Uh, but what's overlooked now? First of all, they, besides being hysterical, you know, mm-hmm. they had a great stage act that was very popular in nightclubs and stuff. They were actually very accomplished folk musicians as well. Oh yeah, they're great musicians. Great musicians, and boy, were they re- rebels, uh-huh. be- because they kept. They kept getting censored. Yeah. <laughs> they, they got in an argument with the network, which was CBS at the time, that got so bad that they said, no, you got to turn your shows in 10 days in advance so we can you know, go through and make sure there's nothing in there. <laughs> and that's eventually what got them fired in 1969. CBS fired them from their show. Wow. But in the meantime, they broke new ground. They featured people on their show that we're never getting any airplay or exposure from any other network. I'm going to give a list of these people, just a partial list. George Harrison, Ringo Starr, Joan Baez, Buffalo Springfield, Cass Elliott, Harry Belafonte, Cream, Donovan, The Doors, Glenn Campbell, Janice Ian, Jefferson Airplane, The Happenings, Peter, Paul, and Mary, Spanky and Our Gang, Steppenwolf, Simon and Garfunkel, The Hollies, The Who, and even Pete Seeger. Now, wow. you tell me, what a lineup. Yeah. And they just constantly kept bringing them on, and they drove everybody nuts. So just to, just to reiterate the fact, they were great. They were great singers, great players. And, but I had trouble finding just a song that I could, you know, say, hey, here's the Smothers Brothers oh doing music. Well, I did finally find one. This is kind of a, a show uh, from 1990. It was kind of a, uh, a rehab, you know. They did a special. And uh, it's a beautiful song, and it's called... There's a whole rap that goes ahead of this that I, I, I'm just not going to use today. Sure. But it's called They Called the Wind, Mariah. They call the wind
7: Mariah. Mariah. <laughs> and
8: Way out here they've got a name For rain and wind and fire
7: The rain is test Fire is Joe, and they call
8: the wind Mariah, Mariah blows the stars around and sets the clouds to fly. Mariah makes the mountains sound like folks was up there dying.
0: Was fun stuff. That's fun stuff. Takes you back, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Those guys, they were so funny, but um, their music got lost a lot of times in their humor. In their humor. That's yeah. right. Wow. What a horrible problem to have. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> good point. <laughs> well,
3: listen, we kind of got ourselves down in a ditch here. Ryan.
0: What do you got in mind? I want to bring us back to a s- little bit of normalcy, I think. For
3: us? That's a, that's a fur piece. Just a bit. Just a piece. Okay. Um,
0: and I want to listen to a tune by someone that we hold very near and dear. Kristen Harris. Oh, what a sweetheart! You know, we first met her. I think it's was 13 or 14. 13 to 14 years old, yeah. And uh, and she's just grown up in the Western music business, uh, cowgirl, um, horse person, and such a- an independent person. Yeah. She's grown into such an independent gal, you know. You bet. Um, but I just want to read off <clears throat> uh, just a few just a few of her um, awards. International Western Music Association, Entertainer of the Year, 2016 through 2019. (laughs) It's a run. International Western Music Association, Female Performer of the Year, 2015. She took a year off. And then 2017 through 2019. (laughs) Amazing. So, um, you know, if people haven't heard her, they need to go check her out. This is a tune off of her uh, brand new album. Um, The name of the album is A Place to Land, and I almost did the title cut, but she does a real clever tune, a song she wrote, uh, that that I think is a lot of fun, and anybody who's a musician uh, needs to hear it, uh, and it is called Musician Standard Time.
5: Get to the radio station by 6 a.m. Promote the show on the morning news Keep makeup on till 2am Till you shake some hands Pay the band and lie awake back at the room Try not to fall asleep But sound checks first to that alarm clock is the pits. Cause you were dreaming that you wrote the next. It is daylight.
3: All grown up, isn't she? Oh man,
0: it's a great album. Um, people, you got to go out and, and buy that one. Uh, it's uh, it's
3: super, it's well produced. I mean, the production Very well. quality is really high, yes, yeah, yes, that's pretty is. cool. So, Leo, uh, I think we're about out of time for this segment, yeah. And you know, I made an appointment with the Honey Dipper, oh, good, uh, to come over and you know, clean out the tank. So, okay. he should be here. I mean, we can get that done over break, break and okay, get that finished up, awesome, okay, okay. okay. Well, uh, uh, until
0: then, we uh, are the Derrieres, right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio
3: USA. Well, we're backing into the third set. We're backing up because... That's what we do. That's what we do, we back up. That's right. We're back up kind of guys. So this
0: is the part of the show where we uh, like to encourage folks to go to our websites. All of them. Yes. Thederrieres.com. And threetrailswest.com with yeah. the number three. Yeah. And yeah. we've got uh, got a lot of... Content. Content. Yeah, there is. I just like saying content. Yeah, that's good. And uh, there are things uh, for you to see a lot of videos and those type of things. Also, there are contact us tabs. We've gotten a lot of great suggestions from people, and please do that. Uh, We'd like to uh, hear what you have to say. We're listening. And also, you can download any past episodes at our website and uh, listen, listen to them at your leisure anytime right. you want. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, "Go, Go nowhere without, without the, the derriers. derriers."
3: Yeah. So, uh, Leo, I think it's back to you. Well, okay, I want to take another little turn here. Okay. Uh, something that's been kind of percolating in my brain. Uh, you know, we're, we're children of the '60s. We grew up. Yes, we did. And I want to talk about a guy named Herb Alpert. Yeah. He was born in 1935. I don't think I took him and uh, Tia Water Brass seriously. Well, they were pop, and yeah, I, th- I think I probably was guilty of that. Th- they myself. were pop, and you know, and what are these trumpet players doing? But if you stop to think about it, uh, there were a lot of trumpets that were making their way into that kind of a light rock scene at the time. Mm-hmm. But this guy was totally serious, man. I mean, uh, he for for one thing, he's the only musician to hit number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 pop charts as both a vocalist, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, This Guy's In Love With You? Oh, sure. All right, from 1968. And an instrumentalist uh, uh, with a song called Rise from 1979. Wow. Uh, and he, uh, he's also, I think I mentioned this earlier, when he couldn't get a uh, a record deal mm-hmm. uh, from one of the other record companies, he started his own company with a partner. If you've ever heard of uh, A&M Records. Oh, sure. Well, he's the A. Ah, I never knew that. Of A&M Records. And they produce a lot of other people in that ilk. Uh, like Sergio uh, Mendez in Brazil 66. Sure. Kind of reaching. Well, the thing is, as far as an Americana roadshow is concerned, I always thought he was maybe Spanish, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe Mexican or something. Sure. Nope, he was born and bred in the United States of America. Wow. And he had a heck of a career. And he did so many great tunes. And I didn't know, we don't do a lot of instrumental tunes on this show. True. But I'm going to feature one right now. This was his number one hit from 1979. It's called Rise. Oh. No, no, no. some good stuff. Nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that's mine, Roger. What's, yeah. what's going on with you? Okay, uh, I,
0: I want to do a song by um, Rob Ikes and Trey Hensley. Okay, and now, Rob Ikes, I have to say, I know who that is. Yep, a dobro player. Yeah. And uh, he in 19, or sorry, in 2011, he was born in 1967. In 2011, he was named Dobro Player of the Year for the 13th time (laughs) by the International Bluegrass Music Association. And they note that he is the most awarded instrumentalist in the history of the IBM Awards. Really? Yeah, he's just an incredible Dobro Player. Thank you to our buddy uh, Fred Uzel, who turned me on to him. Right, and Fred's not a bad player himself. He's a good player himself. He is. Um, So Rob has... Also collaborated with a wide range of musicians. Listen to these names. Merle Haggard, Earl Scruggs, Tony Rice, Charlie Hayden, David Grisman, Alison Krauss, Willie Nelson, David Lee Roth, Dolly Parton, Patty Loveless, Peter Rowan, Neil Toner, Claire Lynch, and Mary Chapin Carpenter. Just an image. They, they all hang together, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I love these collaborations. Now, Trey Hensley, he was born in 1990. Okay. So wow. here, here's a kid that's, um, you know, 20 three years younger right. You know than him. Um, he made his first public appearance at the Grand Ole Opry at age 11 with Marty Stewart and Earl Scruggs.
3: <laughs> Jeez.
0: Yeah. So uh, he moved to Nashville in 2013 and formed this duo with Rob. And uh, so they've been uh, recording and doing stuff together. This is just a tremendous collaboration. And these guys, I mean, just smoking hot, but they do some beautiful stuff too. But I like this tune. Got a great groove to it. So let's give it us a listen. 30 Days by Rob Ikes and Trey Hensley.
4: 30 days is a long time to suffer. 30 days is a long time to pay. Well, I know it's for me that this place came to be, but 30 days is a long time to pay. It's a hell of a long time to pay. I told you that I just couldn't stay here When I said that I just couldn't stay I was all turned around, I just hit the ground When I told you that I couldn't stay here When I said that I just couldn't stay Thirty days is a long time to suffer Thirty days is a long time to pay Well, I know it's for me that this place came to be But thirty days is a long time to pay It's a hell of a long time to pay a long time 30 days can be gone right away when you're tied to the ground with your head spinning round 30 days is a long time to pay it's a hell of a long time to pay
3: Listeners. Yeah, that's a good groove, That's a groove. We may have, have to learn that song. I think that's a thought. That's a pretty good one. Fred, we may be giving you a call. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Leo, what do you want to follow that up with? Well, uh, years and years ago, and I'm talking about the 70s, okay, I went to see a Joni Mitchell concert. And you still remember it. I still remember right. it. Okay. Yeah, go 60s, years, not 60, so much. Not so much. They're kind of a fog. There was a dog. Mm-hmm. That's about all I remember. In a T-shirt. a uh, T-shirt. Right. Okay. Going, moving right along. Prove, prove that I was there. This guy's name was John Francis Anthony Pastorius. Jaco Pastorius. Oh, yeah. I saw the guy play on stage with Joni Mitchell, and I was just flabbergasted at, at what this guy was doing. He was, he, was a, he was a troubled person, but one of the most brilliant bassist ethic ever. Uh, he was born in uh, 1951, and he died at an early age. But uh, he, he he was teaching bass at uh, the University of Miami, and he met uh, somebody else we know, uh, Pat Matheny. Oh, sure. All right. Maybe we'll have to put some of Matheny's music on. Should do that. Hell of a guy. Anyway, he hung out with people like Herbie Hancock, Sam and Dave, David Sanborn, Wayne Shorter, but he suffered from drug addiction and mental health problems throughout his career. Now, the backstory on him is that uh, his family was musical and everything, and and he wanted to get into the upright bass They lived in Florida. Well, he just couldn't maintain the instrument. And finally, one day, he woke up, and it was cracked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the humidity. Sure, and, yeah. And drives. So he traded it in uh, on a Fender uh, bass, and then he was trying to make different noises with it. So he took—he literally took the frets out of the okay. thing and turned it into a fretless instrument. Wow, kind of a, a, you know, ahead of his time. Ahead of his time. yeah. And he went on to make after this, all this incredible music, but he, he had frequent financial trouble. He was homeless a lot of the time. But he, he, he invented some things on the bass. And we, we know about uh, harmonics on the guitar you right. know, for tuning and stuff. Well, there's also a thing called artificial harmonics. And uh, he, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. but It's a technique. It's a technique right. that he perfected with this um, you know, fretless uh, electric bass. Anyway, one of the, one of the um, most telling examples of it, uh, now he played with a band called Weather Report. Oh, yeah, sure. Very famous mm-hmm. jazz band. And one of the, um, one of the uh, best examples of this um, technique he developed is in the introduction of this song. And I'm going to play it. Uh, it. This is Jaco Pastorius doing artificial harmonics on the bass. So you get where I'm coming from. Yeah. That's from the intro of a song called Birdland that was recorded by Weather Report. Okay. So the song uh, I'm going to play is actually a bass solo, and it's called Portrait of Tracy. And it was, I think, uh, it was recorded, I can't remember exactly. But anyway, uh, this song is so challenging of of a song to play on the bass that it's recorded as a tribute by bassists such as Joe Ferry, Marcus Miller, Vic Wooten. We know Victor, Mm -hmm. uh, Brian Baumberg, and others, and it's considered by many a bass guitar standard, and is often used as a benchmark for bassists' abilities. Wow! So this is an incredibly complex of work. Jaco uh, Jaco Pastorius, troubled soul, brilliant musician, and uh, here it comes: Portrait of Tracy. That's incredible. Yeah, like, I you say. Yeah. yeah, amazing stuff. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, what do you got there, Raj? Woo. Let's, uh, let's get back, uh, settle back in our seats a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you know how I love Hawaiian music. I do. And let's just get right into this one. This is a Saul Hoopy tune that I just love the groove of it. It's called An Orange Grove in California. Yeah, that's a sweet tune. I just I just love the groove of it. It just bounces along real nice.
3: It does. And yeah. we love Hawaiian music. We yes, play it once it's in, our in a while. It's our 50th state. It's our 50th state, absolutely. Yeah, so it's
0: very much Americana as far as I'm concerned. Well, I think we're out of time. I think we are, Leo, but we need to figure out where we're going next week. Oh, shoot, yeah. Yeah. I guess we should have talked about this a little bit. but Well, uh, we just need to throw the dart. Just and throw the find dart and see where yeah. it
3: ends up. That's right. Okay, well, hang on. Okay, so Who, get now, the map. Uh, whose turn is it to do uh, the... I'll get the map. It's your turn
0: to. Okay, go get the map. Okay. All, right. All right. Okay, I, I got it here. Spread it, spread it out. Okay, here, there it is. All right. All right. Let me back away a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Okay, now you need to turn
3: around three <sighs> okay. times. Okay, Already. Ready? ready? All right. One, One two, two, three. Three. Throw
0: the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh wow. Shoot. Boy, we're going east. Um, east? East? Myrtle Beach. No, not Myrtle Beach. Uh, we are in... Where is it? Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte? Yeah, that's a great town. You know what? I've never been to Charlotte. Oh, you're going to love it. Well, I'm looking forward to okay. it. Okay, well, we have to... It's start a fur getting, piece. Yeah, we have to start getting things <laughs> packed up and get on the road. As
3: usual. That's <laughs> that's, right. that's what we do. We get on
0: the road. That's right. Well, uh, so until next time, uh, everybody check out our websites and uh, let us know if there's something you want to hear and uh, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA, and remember, look out behind, behind you—it's
3: you. the Derryairs. <laughs>